0: get going I just want to say I'm not a mental health professional I have experienced many things personally and I have other qualifications but a mental health professional is not one of them so I do encourage you if you feel like some extra support is needed on your recovery journey to connect with your doctor about steps that can be taken I also just want to say if you feel you are in an immediate crisis to call the crisis line to call 211 and uh, reach out to talk with someone as soon as you can if during this podcast at any time you are feeling in a triggered state i want to tell you ahead of time it's okay we all experience it just shut off the podcast there'll be a time that it won't be so triggering for you and we are all here to cheer each other on So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Trauma Care Burrito. It's great to be back after a week of vacation and I'm excited to connect with everyone. This fall we're starting a brand new series on what the four phases of PTSD is. It's going to be a comprehensive look at the impact phase, the rescue phase, the intermediate recovery phase and the long-term reconstruction phase. This week we're going to be talking a little bit about the impact phase, the very first phase. Now as some of you know, PTSD can be divided into these four phases. The impact phase encompasses initial reactions such as shock, fear, guilt, all those feelings. And most of us are familiar with the term PTSD, and we know it as post-traumatic stress disorder. Our knowledge doesn't really extend much further, and mine only extends to a certain point too, but we know it can involve frightening flashbacks, nightmares, um, different assault victims or vets. They are heightened risk for developing this kind of mental illness. So we want to get a clear idea of how it unfolds and how it might affect survivors over time. So if you have this or if you think you do or if you want more information, I just encourage you to connect with your doctor or mental health worker um, and just find out more about it because I am not a mental health professional. i am versed in psychology and social work and as somebody who has overcome ptsd i have some insight into it so i encourage all of you to continue connecting with those mental health workers in your life so we're going to further discuss the impact phase the very first phase and it typically occurs soon after someone has experienced or witnessed or somehow been involved in a traumatic event and there's no real uh, outline of what a traumatic event is a traumatic event is uh, what affects the individual in that way it can last as little as a few hours um, but it may persist longer It depends largely on the severity of the event. For example, someone who has lost their home in a fire may stay in the impact phase for a longer period of time, whereas maybe someone who witnessed a robbery may experience a shorter impact phase because they can physically escape that nightmare and return safely to their home. And in either and any regard, Affected individuals typically experience different types of symptoms or things physically in their body. The shock, fear, helplessness, guilt, anxiety, all of those things they struggle with. And I personally can say at some point I have also struggled with those different things and it's always been a continuous journey as some of you know. Um, to just keep focusing on the recovery. Welcome back everyone and we have been talking about the four different phases that is part of Post-traumatic stress, and we are talking today about the impact phase, which does encompass the initial reactions during the trauma. And during this phase, it is a time where you can identify those feelings. It's right at the beginning of the journey, so to speak. And most people respond appropriately during the impact of a trauma, and their natural response is to react, to protect either their own lives or the lives of others. And this is a basic natural reaction. Um, You can experience maybe a range of behaviours that can be understood and dealt with appropriately in a post-trauma period. I mean, after the fact, people may, you know, kind of judge their actions because it's a calmer time to look back and they have high expectations of themselves or other and they see themselves as not fulfilling their own expectations which also I can relate with and all I can say here is it's part of the journey and be kind to yourself don't have unrealistic expectations. Um, During the impact phase some people maybe respond in a way that would be considered disorganized or stunned and they may not be able to respond appropriately to protect themselves and this can come across apathetic maybe or maybe it will be received as transient or that feeling of helplessness devastation um maybe you'll feel responsible or you have this feeling of in inescapable horror, being trapped, um, all kinds of fear. This is normal, if something, and like we discussed earlier, there's different trauma, different responses to trauma, and it does impact us, and identifying that impact is the first phase. Identifying that emotion, Um, the impact that the trauma has had on oneself is very, very important to moving forward in full healing. And, you know, these reflections and reactions um, can kind of reflect maybe cognitive distortions in response to the trauma, you know, and people suddenly feel they have stressors in their life. Um, And we talked briefly about stressors, triggers is a good one. Suddenly during the impact phase, the initial phase where the trauma is experienced, this is where um, triggers get established. Uh, If you maybe have experienced your home burning down, for example, um, the trauma of seeing that, Maybe down the road, a trigger may be for you, fire. And you have to work through that trigger in and with a mental health professional. And I encourage you all to um, continue to seek out help as hard as it is. Because no trigger is unbeatable. Uh, Healing is not impossible. And the journey to recovery... May seem long, but it is a journey and it is recovery. So we'll never ever be at the same place. We're always moving forward. But I will say this the impact phase is one of the hardest just because it's right at the start where the trauma happens and the triggers get established and stresses may occur, and identifying and working through feelings is and seems very hard and unreachable. And all I can say here is, this is something I personally have been able to overcome because of the people in my life that have supported me and because of other mental health professionals And so I continue to encourage that, if that could be anything that anyone takes away today, if you have experienced a trauma at any point, if you have complex PTSD and you're struggling with trauma from childhood that you've not faced, or you've had an initial trauma recently, um, I encourage you to seek help because that help in this beginning phase, the impact phase, will be such a huge step imagine you're sinking in quicksand for the impact phase. The mental health professional or the support systems you have are the ones who are going to reach in and pull you out of that quicksand and and stand you up tall uh, so that you can walk forward. Um, and that is why it's a good first step because a lot of us feel like we're sinking and we don't know how to get back up again and it's a journey to recovery one step at a time so that impact phase when you're pulled out of that horrible sinking mud pit and you can stand tall again is huge it is the very first giant step so i continue to encourage you to reach up and out of that pit To somebody who can help you and pull you up to walk alongside you in your recovery. And I also just want to encourage everyone, you know, you may feel responsible for things that have happened and you may struggle with guilt. You may struggle with feelings of powerlessness and loss. Some people, you know, may not even know how they feel. They just got a lot of fear and anxiety. And I just want to say these feelings are okay and those feelings are not bigger than than you even though that they feel at the moment they are and that's why when you're out of that quicksand that is sinking those emotions that seem overwhelming that are pulling you down someone pulling you up and saying you can overcome this emotion you can walk tall you're not powerless even though you may feel like it is this is not your fault you have no reason to feel guilt One step at a time, guys, one step at a time. And it's like I always say when we're uh, chatting every week that you have to be kind to yourself. The journey is the journey and uh, you are capable of walking it even on the days that are really, really bad. So if you are in this impact phase and you've kind of been listening and you maybe feel some shock or horror, fear, you feel helpless because of a recent trauma. Um, maybe you feel guilt, you have those feelings. Reach out to someone, start the journey to recovery and join us uh, again next week as we talk about the second phase. Uh, maybe go on to the podcast and look back at some of our old episodes on PTSD. Um, and you can find that on my website at coachingwithgems.ca And you can find me on any major social media platform too. Feel free to write in from the website if you have a special request. And uh, stay strong. I look forward to chatting to you all next week. We'll be having a guest come in. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and continue to be kind to yourself.